the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons sitting on the porch here at Millburgers talking with you about gardening. So call us at 308-8867, 308-8867, and uh, tell us what's going on in your gardening world. i tell you one thing, too. Um, it was kind of disappointing on the rain yesterday. I don't know who got rain, but uh, we're not getting rain here. So, and I do see rain on the radar, so if you're getting rain, you can call us and wait make, a minute, make wait us a envious. Minute. What? What happened to the Sinisa thing? It's, uh, it, it rained somewhere here near. Oh, the, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. It did rain somewhere in San Antonio. And it's, oh. rain, it's raining now in Kirby, though Sinisa knew it was going to rain in Kirby. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, okay. those were Kirby Sinisa. Oh, yeah, we don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's, let's not irritate the Sinisa. Spirits, just in case. Just in case, yeah. They're they're we'll take they're, it. They're still it. working on rain. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, this is this is inaccurate, by the way, in, in the sense of I don't have timing. But it looks like it's about to uh, go over Terrell Hills and Alamo Heights, and then uh, maybe on to Castle Hills. So, uh, call us the airport. Us, what's that? We'll hit the airport. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, my little radar thing is not playing. So yeah, uh, could it looks like it might skirt the airport just just south of it. But we'll see. So call us and tell us if it's raining in your neck of the woods because uh, that would sure make us feel good. And then something I had heard yesterday that uh, Wilson County, some parts of Wilson County, got some good rains. So good. Let us know if that happened too. Yeah, and looking at it, when we were looking yesterday, um, it was kind of southeast of, and I guess that's where Floresville and stuff are. Uh, it was southeast of here. It, it seems to get to San Antonio, like to 1604, and just go, you know, I'm just going around. I don't want to get on 1604. <laughs> so it just dangerous. Go, yeah, it just goes around. So Even if the sneezes are blooming, huh? Yeah, the sneezes are confused by this. I've talked to the one in, down the street, and it's like, well, I knew it's going to rain, but yet it kind of, yeah. So, even with the Sinisa. So, we'll see what happens. Y'all just wait and watch. All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. One of the... Uh, oh, good. Go ahead. I was going to say, one of the pretty things we have on sale... Oh, Trace is bringing us something. Uh, is this... Uh, that? Uh, it's trop. It's uh, tropical star hibiscus. Is that? That's he's got a bunch of them there, and some of them are blooming, or they have the pods on them, and they're absolutely gorgeous. That's a deep red. I didn't know it was that deep a red. Yeah, that's a. Like I said, that's the original red in hibiscus. The hibiscus family. 
and uh, we'll let Trace tell you. But they're sure pretty. I like the whites, too, but I think I like the red best. Um, pentas look great. Yeah. In fact, we've got the butterfly pentas on sale. Um, Trace said that's kind of a nickname, that it's a penta. It's called butterfly, but it attracts hummingbirds and butterflies. And, and yeah, put it on your patio. It'll bloom from now until Thanksgiving or whenever the cold weather comes. And it, uh, if you get a shady patio, it's the way, you know, we're always recommending firebush to bring the hummingbirds on the patio. But uh, in the shade, this penta does almost as good a job and really attractive. So the pinks, I'm looking at pinks, lavender, reds, and the, there was a really nice group of whites yesterday. I guess they got sold. Did they find a home? No, they moved them to the front table. Oh, okay. They're in the middle between the red and the pink. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were right there. As you can oh, tell. The gowns, those are gone. Yeah, the ga- yeah, they were spectacular. Trace is up here with us, and uh, we were talking about the Tropical Star Hibiscus Trace and how pretty they were. You have a bunch of them. If you look kind of to the right of your radio dial and about, you know, what would you say? That's about 15 yards. You'll see them. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to create a visual. Just yeah. imagine if you're. <laughs> I'm just thinking that's not 15 yards. Oh, uh, is it? Is it more? Less? Um, ten yards. Ten yards. We're talking Texas Star Hibiscus. No, yeah. I hope I don't have to get the tape that's measure out. Oh. 40, 50 yards. Oh, you think yards. so? Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Anyway, it's right over there. Half you a can football see field. It's actually hard to miss because, like you can see from here, that big uh, red flower. All right, 308-8867. It's you're the the whatever that topiary tree is blocking it. It's for your from your view. All right. Oh, I can I see it. Oh, you see it? Okay. Yeah. 308-8867. Well, Trace, what, where do you want to start first? Oh, let's see. We got a bunch of, of new things in that we hadn't been getting before. So, uh, Grandma's yellow rose, and there's about 15 left. That's okay. been a real hard rose to come across. It is a Texas superstar, but a lot of the growing operations have uh, canceled it from their planting program. So, uh, if, you, if you're interested in a beautiful yellow rose that requires less maintenance than most, uh, we've got that in. And it's on its own root system. And it's on its own root system. That's and important. it's pretty yellow. Um, and it is tough. And we're talking about it. It's in this... Close to the same league uh, as Belinda's uh, Dream. Dream and uh, Carefree Beauty, right. all those that we talk about all the time. You described it as a butter yellow um, yesterday. Um, it's it's if you look in comparison with some of the other uh, roses that are on sale, they're sort of a a greenish or a really really light right. yellow, right. and Grandma's yellow is true yellow. Oh yeah, it just jumps out at you. Well, not not to hurt you or nothing. It just kind of yeah. sits there and looks pretty. How's that? that yeah, I've never never heard yellow described as fierce. Yeah, before. it's fierce. Jumping out at you. It's yeah. it's it's a mean yellow, a but mean it'll like yellow. you because you're 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 it's a you're taking care of it. Uh, Sounds like it's a pet. We also got in some Malabar spinach. So uh, for those of you who are not familiar, it's a vine. Even though it's called spinach, it's not. But it cooks like spinach and it tastes like spinach. Uh, real easy to grow, even in the summer heat. And um, I, in the past, I've done it in hanging baskets and let it trail down. It actually is very, very pretty with the red stem like that, just grown as an ornamental. But yeah, you easy, easy to cut, too. Yeah. easy to take cuttings. Had to be watered every day, though, didn't it? Well, yeah, but yeah, 
And so a we're, so we're a tomato. Well, a ba- but a hanging basket, that's a disadvantage I always find of a hanging um, basket is the But I think it performs water. better where, where it can trail out. And if you put it on the ground, then you're, it's a little harder to maintain yeah, and, and you get a little and eat from it. Yeah, you got more washing. And yeah, you definitely got to wash it more. Uh, see, we also got a hold of, and you're going to have to pronounce the name because I always get it wrong. Oh, uh, balsamic. There you go. Thank you. Basil. And that's a 2017 superstar. Uh, so when you look at it, it looks a lot like sweet basil, but it has a gorgeous purple bloom. And uh, it's been proven across the state to be a wonderful basil for everybody to grow. And I'm probably the only one with them. Well, you mean in the city, right? No, I mean in the state. In the state? Uh, in the state. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, there was that only... sounds pretty spiteful. <laughs> uh, I mean, is there a rule? Yeah, you know, here, here's the best basil in the whole world. It's too bad not everybody can yeah. handle it. Yeah, you have to dunk the burgers. Yeah, that's just the way it well, is. They so. thought about withdrawing it because, uh, you know, they, it was a new, new, is a new basil. And they thought about withdrawing it because there wasn't any supply. But uh, I guess they left it on there because it, it is a beautiful bloom. And we do have the supply. Yeah. Most definitely. There's still about two flats of it left. Basil's fun. I'm my, and, I got my basil to grow. It wasn't this. It was a sweet basil. I bought it here, um, gosh, about a month ago. And uh, now it's growing. And now there's stuff coming up from the bottom. Man, it reseeds. It's you going know, to, you know does it, it it's attra- Yeah, it attracts uh, butterflies and birds. That's, oh, does that it really? seed is really popular, though. Oh. Those lesser goldfinches, cardinals will come up there, chickadees, they like it. So now we just got to cook with it. And these are only $2.29, so they're right along with all of our other herbs. Such a deal. And um, so you could, for a very nominal fee, you could be one of few in the state that actually has one. There you go. You could brag on it. You could put a big, you, they've got a neon light out that you could have put out in your front yard. Only here. Yeah, but yeah, it says, we're one of the few. <laughs> the, yeah. Um, and then... Plant of the weekend. Plant of the weekend. You want me to do the, you want to do the other part? You do it. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up here. All right. What is this? This is this the... King's Mantle. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to do Plant of the Weekend again. Oh, Plant of the Weekend. 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 Okay. Go King's Mantle. Uh, tropical, um, real pretty leaves. In fact, the leaves remind me of a Duranta. Uh, has a purple flower, and it was described yesterday as pipe-like. So uh, purple, the throat is yellow. Uh, would grow it as a container plant and move it in and out, and it's kind of like a an airy look to it. Uh, kind of free form, real, real. I don't want to say frilly, dainty, but sturdy. The bloom or the whole plant? The plant. I guess cool, another six ninety nine. Can you see the bloom? Yeah, I, I see it. But when I think of Thunbergia, I always think of that Brazilian sky flower. Yeah, well, right. With a big the vine that just... Most most Thunbergias are, are yeah. vines, and this one uh, is uh, erecta, so it's an upright... But you said you do say it gets like four feet. Said, yeah, everything we said yeah. was a four. Looks something like, says up to six, but four foot would be what I expect. Looks like it might be a good plant for a big, a large did, uh, container. Did yeah, you, ma'am? So. Oh, can we ask your question on the air? You got three experts that'll help you. Here, you get the microphone. You'll be on the air, and these guys will help you. What's going on today? You'll do great. It's easy. I uh, am making two raised beds in our backyard, and I want to use a lasagna garden. 
idea, you know, where you do layers. And one of the layers is green matter. In our other house, I could do that because I had enough grass and we mowed it ourselves. Now we have the yard done, and I don't, and we have dogs in the backyard, so I don't have the grass clippings. What can I substitute for the green matter? You know that you do layers of peat and and brown matter, leaves, chopped leaves, and green matter. What would be a good substitution for green matter? Well, I bet you don't you don't have enough we, weeds to make the green. I don't have enough weeds. <laughs> How about your neighbors? One of the things in our neighborhood, uh, some folks that aren't aren't gardeners provide the leaves and and clippings to the other folks that are you might that might be a long-term thing you look at and see if you can yeah have a relationship now the in the old days when you or if you were in a semi-rural area it'd be easy to get some hay or some straw straw i don't know if the straw qualifies as green material but hay Hey. hey, if you hey, can. You give the nitrogen, I guess, is what the green... Well, there, are some, there are some stuff that the bales, like alfalfa bales green. Yeah, that might Ooh, be a, yeah that's that, good, that, alfalfa. That might be a, a something to do. Yeah, and if the if you got deer, the deer will will come and eat your row, too. Yeah. But but just just the hay, I guess you had a... If it's just you used green. to have hay here, right? Yeah, but that's a special one. Uh-huh. It's... Uh, it's not a. It's not. But a I don't. Hay. I don't know that she'd need that. Even at a feed store, if you're close, you can get a bale of hay, and that would last a long time. Okay. You can make a row of that, or the you know, doesn't matter. Whatever they have will work. The alfalfa works great. Another option: vegetable scraps. Yeah. We have raccoons and stuff. It's in the city, but yeah. where I've I used to feed those to the deer. So, but now I'd like to compost them, but I'm really leery with yeah, if you critters. Got rac- if you got raccoons, you, they'll all be visiting you every night. Yeah, yeah. So hay sounds like a good from a feed store. Yeah, easier, easy. Yeah. And then look look for some kind of relationship with some neighbors that have maybe more more yard or more lawn or yeah, something. That, ha- that collect the grass clippings. That's a pro- leaves aren't a problem. It's just the green uh-huh. grass. Clippings. Now. W- since the rains have quit, it's a little tougher to get lawn clippings, though. But mm-hmm. unless unless some of your neighbors are really watering their lawn, mm-hmm. but okay. good well, luck. Hey, sounds like a good solution. All right. Thanks. Lasagna. You call that a lasagna, lasagna garden? Lasagna garden. I, I made one of my beds at our so why, country house. What, what is yeah. the what is the advantage to the lasagna garden over mixing all that stuff you, together? You got to speak into the microphone. It's really easy to it, once you make those layers. It's really easy to plant, and it keeps a lot of moisture in because it's a it's a mixture of like compost and peat moss you just do layers you of just it. keep adding layers you do and layers. As they decompose yeah and then you add layers throughout the once you make that basic then you add layers throughout the year you know with stuff uh-huh. but it keeps the moisture and it's also um really you don't have a problem with weeds it's very seems to keep the weeds out a lot so i, I like the one bed that i tried uh-huh. so you mean that i wouldn't have to be out there when it's 100 degrees, trying to pull the, the, the weeds out of that garden? Anything to avoid that, yeah. yeah. Lasagna garden, look Lasagna. it up. Right. So, it's a neat Makes concept. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for asking on the air. 308-8867. See, and you educated people, too. 
although I'm partly disappointed because... Lasagna you were getting, making you hungry? I was thinking that maybe this was a garden that you had not told us about that actually grew with lasagna, so... <laughs> I, was I knew he was heading there. I, was, I, I was going to recommend uh, Sphagnum Pete, but uh, oh. but uh, she said that that's already one layer, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Sphagnum is kind of expensive, too. It's wonderful, but yeah, not, but it's not easy the, to find. Not in the relation of how much you get for your money. I mean, yeah. Those are compressed bales, so you know you bust one open and it's two to three times as much stuff as what it looks like it is. So it's kind of burst. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, once you if you can get the soaked with moisture, then the, that volume right. increases too. Always amazes me how hard it is to how long it lasts before it decomposes. Oh yeah, yeah. So, Stromboli Gardens, uh, oh. Calzone Gardens, none of those, nothing to... Spaghetti and Meatball Gardens. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. All right, hey, uh, Spaghetti Trees, I've heard the, of those. The, the raccoons would like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Trace, we got to go to a break, but before we do, uh, tell us kind of what's coming up to the nursery this week. Is uh, anything exciting coming up? Well, I, I haven't... We had the vultures last week. No, no, I meant coming in. Coming in. We're going to get some new plants or something. There, there's tomatoes going to come next week. Uh-oh. Wow. Man, already. So I, I was waiting to see what their reaction was. I wanted to do it on air. But not very many. About uh, four or five flavors, assuming they all show up. So right. ce- Celebrity, this year's Rodeo Tomato. All right. Tycoon. And BHN 968, and I think All one right. one other variety. The best ones. That's this early. That's the only ones I was going to do. There you go. Very cool. Thanks, four, Trace. Four and a half inch pots, so they'll be easier to yeah. step up into the gowns. They've already got an established root. So well, and the success we had last year with that, mm-hmm. that early pulling and and replanting at. Uh, it's a good idea to recommend it again yeah. this year. So those of you who have already uh, pulled your tomatoes for one reason or another, we'll have those in hopefully uh, Wednesday or so. Okay. Oh, hey, speaking of which, um, let's do take this opportunity before we go to break to say, if you wanted the, the, the plant of the weekend, the uh, balsamic basil, the um, if you're interested in the grandma's yellow rose, am I missing anything? Malabar spinach. Uh, the Malabar spinach. Um, call the nursery. If you can't come today, call the nursery at 497-3760, 497-3760, and just tell them, hey, this is so-and-so. I'm going to be there Monday or Tuesday. Please put three, and I want three of the grandmas yellow, and they'll put them aside for you. So when you come, you can just get them. So you don't, nobody's going to buy them. Otherwise, head on over here right now and uh, pick them up and uh, wave at us as you, uh, as you walk by with your, uh, with your plants. All right. Thanks, Trace. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. And while we do, why don't you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And you're listening to 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to tell you about some great colorful options you have now at Millburgers that are on sale like butterfly pentas. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous pentas and they attract, that's right, butterflies, but they also attract hummingbirds too. And you'll save on them this week in the four-inch pot. Butterfly pentas are just $1.48. One of the plants we talk about most as an option because of its versatility is dwarf Mexican petunia. This bloomer you'll enjoy spring 
summer and fall with its pink blooms and light blue blooms. And it's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $3.88. You're starting to see these bloom around town, and you can't miss them because they're electric orange blooms. It's the Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados, and you'll find it on sale this week at Millburgers for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on crepe myrtles in the three-gallon container, $14.88, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, $16.04 on Bulverde Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Nature lovers in San Antonio and Central Texas are very fortunate. Nature is all around us, and we have the opportunity to fill our world with birds, butterflies, and more. And guess what? It's easier than you think with the help of Wild Birds Unlimited. How? Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, Wild Birds Unlimited makes nature wishes come true. Let's say you want a feeder that attracts a certain bird or one that keeps squirrels away. Maybe you just want to sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds will help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. What else will you find at Wild Birds Unlimited? Just unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores with three San Antonio and Shirts locations like Northwest Military at Hebner Road or call 479-BIRD. That's 479-BIRD. Schlitterbahn Water Parks. Get discounted tickets at Schlitterbahn.com. Larry Elder has some tough talk for Democrats. The people that are having all this angst about Trump, these Obama people, the ones that are described in the Washington Post, ask them what they would do. Essentially, it's taking money from productive people and giving it to other people. That's what they want to do. And the American people are not down with that. You are clueless. The Larry Elder Show. Weekdays at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 7 on 930 AM. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. 
the answer. Our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call. Tell us where you're getting rain. Uh, I'll look at the radar again just to see. It looks if you ever got into the uh, Terrell Hills, Alamo Heights area. Uh, oh, uh, looks like uh, here almost Park's getting a little rain. So call us and tell us so we can be envious of your uh, <laughs> of your rain. And it looks like Jason Nisa didn't lie, right? Uh, no, I think, well, it depends. I mean, you, you're going to be tough on them. But, uh, yeah, so if you live in, ooh, Southton, uh, is that, yeah, is that, they're getting rain. Um, China Grove, a little rain there. There's a cell uh, just uh, coming this way, a little yellow cell. Uh, near um, between 35 and I-10 on the eastern side of 281. So uh, give us a call, 308-8867, and tell us you're getting rain so we uh, feel better about it up here on the porch with no rain. Trace, uh, uh, I mean not Trace, uh, Dennis out of Austin uh, sent me an email and said that to, the tomato roundup sponsored annually by the city of Dripping Springs and organized by its Farmers Market Association. Uh, they've they've had that uh, had their tomato contest at the sixth annual Dripping Springs Tomato Roundup. And the winner for the biggest, heaviest tomato was Cherokee Purple. Yeah, it seems to be consistent. It was Cherokee Purple. And, well, what was uh, ours? It wasn't he, Cherokee he's Purple. He's pretty sure that he said it was uh, 1.62 pounds. Huh. Oh. A, now, ours, our tomato, biggest tomato was 1 pound 12 ounces. So that's bigger, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. It's 1 and 3 quarter. It's yeah. 1.75. So uh, uh, we beat them with, with, beat a, you dripping spring with a big Zach. Yeah. And uh, one, one thing I noticed, um, the Sinises, I've, I've noticed yes. that we don't talk about very much or at all is the, is the storage life of these hybrids, hybrid tomatoes that, that we talk, the, the rodeo tomatoes, basically. And... Uh, Calvin uh, generously gave me some uh, about uh, four four tomatoes, four or five tomatoes of each of, of the, all the varieties that he's growing in his garden, and he gave them to me about has that been two or three weeks? It's been at least two weeks. Yeah, yeah. and they're still hanging on. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and I've got them in bags. Uh, they, they he gave them to me in Ziploc bags. Of course, I opened the the bag so they could breathe, and I put them on my counter. And uh, right now, uh, the rodeo tomatoes are still red. Ter- they've turned blood red. They turn beautifully red. You put them on the counter, and they've not rotted. Not a one has rotted. Huh, that's pretty cool. And uh, we've overlooked this now. He gave me some celebrity yeah. that I was going to compare him to, it, and almost all of those right, rotted. Oh, that's sad. After two weeks, you know, I mean. Yeah. Still two weeks is not bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Still two weeks is not bad. And uh, I know. At, at You want to apologize? You want to apologize to the Sinisa? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bow down to the Sunisa if we get some significant rain. Yeah, we're getting a little rain here at the nursery. But uh, the, at the at the road, uh, Top Tomato Contest, somebody gave me a, uh, I think it was a Cherokee Purple. Mm-hmm. Gave yeah. me a Cherokee you Purple one. to take home. And uh, I put it on the counter, and it didn't last a week. Oh, wow. It was completely rotten. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, I th- I'm thinking that those uh, thin-skinned, uh, you know, people always say, well, the skin is tough, but uh, they they have a longer uh, storage life. Uh, yeah, I know when you cut the- Cherokee purple for sandwiches and such, they've got kind of these... Uh, Oh, crevices and uh, yeah. curves and everything. Whereas, eighteen twenty three, yeah, it's just and tycoon and red deuce are smooth. Yeah, so they're you know just maybe it's more meat in them too. Yeah, but, but uh, I was I was talking to a, a chef, uh, a, a professional chef that has just fallen in love with a tycoon. He said it's the most versatile tomato he's ever seen. I mean, it tastes good, and it's uh, it's it's firm where you can use it in sauces, and also use it uh, fresh eating, and uh, and it stores for a long period of time. But I don't know. I never have liked the taste of tycoon. Have you? <laughs> I'm sure we'll enjoy it for years to come. <laughs> James is on the line at 308-8867. What was that all about? No, because well, they're, they're not going to be available. They're not no. going to be available oh, after God. this year. It's like, oh, this are, they're great, but, well, I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Well, how you all doing? Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate that. Uh, I got a question about tomatoes for Dr. Parsons. Okay. The good doctor. Um I've been researching that Winsall you're talking about, and I would like to know, uh, since you've grown it before, is has it got, uh, I know it's got potato foliage, potato leaf foliage, but is, does, it, does it have a heavy foliage, or is it real wimpy like its cousin, the Ponderosa? Yeah, what, what I gr- variety is that? Uh, Winsall, the one I oh. the one I grew up growing, the one got me in horticulture. Uh, was one one called Winsall tomatoes, a pink tomato, and uh, we st- we I, ca- I can't really answer that. We staked and tied it. In other words, drove, drove wooden stakes by it and uh, suckered it, and uh, and tied it to the stake. So as far as it was an indeterminate plant, in other words, it grow tall. And uh, at least in Tennessee, where we grew it, with copious amounts of fertilizer melting <laughs> and good soil, yeah, it, uh, it 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 grew to be a big plant. So I don't, but but I'm 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 tr- I'm trying to discourage you from growing it in Texas because I'm telling you when I tested it uh, 35 years ago, uh, it it just uh, never would set fruit. It never produced. It 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 acted like 
that these these uh, uh, heirloom tomatoes, uh, you know, they grow big vines but never set any fruit, or very set very little, and the fruit that they set is uh, is uh, large and and uh, ugly. Of course, Woodsall is not a not a pretty tomato. I mean, it it it. It was. It had a lot of crevices and cracks and whatever in it. But it yeah, tastes it's like good. It, it's like its cousin to Ponderosa. See, we used to grow those in Kansas, and, and my dad did a pretty good job of growing them. And yeah, man, they were that, good, good flavors. Oh yeah. Well, that's what I'm but, telling you, though. Tomatoes grown in uh, some of the, some of the varieties that seem to do well in Kansas. And Tennessee uh, don't seem to necessarily do well down here because of the. I, I think it's because of the hot nights. Well, it gets it gets too hot too soon. I'm thinking about putting in about a uh, six or a half a dozen, and uh, just for the heck of it, see what they taste like. Because uh, I'm I'm kind of missing that old tomato flavor from uh, when I my dad was around. Yeah, but yeah, but. Have they got enough foliage on them to halfway get a few tomatoes on them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I say yeah, but uh, when I when we tested them for two or three years in a row, uh, they, grew a, they grew big foliage but no tomatoes. <coughs> uh, I'll get them to make tomatoes. I can get them to make tomatoes, but if, okay. if the foliage is, is thick like you say, then uh, yeah, that, that's they what had I'm good looking fo- for. Yeah, they had good foliage. Do you, do you grow yours in cages or on the well, ground got, or what? I got the celebrities on a, a basket weave and then the bees okay. and all the on in cages. Okay. And, okay, hey, I, th- I, th- I got one more. I, I got one more. I'll be interested. I'll be interested to know how they turn out. Yeah. If, uh, if I get some, I'll try to try to come down and share them with you guys. But I got one more question. Okay. Okay. You know anybody out there that's that's got a, like a ten percent or fifteen percent shade cloth for sale, or is thirty the the lightest you can get? I imagine thirty is the lightest you can get. I don't. I, I somebody asked me that. Uh, did did Milber, the other day? Did Milberger sell shade cloth? I. I want to say they do, but I... We can ask Trace what... We'll have to ask. Keep listening to the program and... uh, I wouldn't be be surprised if you could order... Well, I've got uh, some... Different... uh, Farm Tech will give me some 30%, and they'll cut it whatever size you need, but I'm looking for like a 10% or 15, and I can't seem to find it anywhere. Yeah, not even on the Internet you didn't find any? No, I was just thinking maybe you... Horticultural guys do have a would have a, a something lighter than thirty. Ten or uh, I mean fifteen percent ten. That's getting pretty subtle in terms yeah. of shade. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to use it for bird netting on the tomatoes and also a little sunblock. Okay. Because the birds are kicking my, uh, you know what. Yeah. And thank you for saying you know what. Are they mocking birds? Yeah, you or better you believe know? it. Yeah. Well, okay, well, you're out in the country. Uh, you know what to do about that. <laughs> well, Don't I got you be murder rec- in my heart for those Jerry did not recommend. 
I don't I want to pick up a gun. I didn't say anything. I just said he knew what to do with it. <laughs> don't encourage him. Thanks, James. Thanks. You have a good one. All right, we're going to take this opportunity to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to tell you about some great colorful options you have now at Millburgers that are on sale like butterfly pentas. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous pentas and they attract, that's right, butterflies, but they also attract hummingbirds too. And you'll save on them this week. In the four-inch pot, butterfly pentas are just $1.48. One of the plants we talk about most as an option because of its versatility is dwarf Mexican petunia. This bloomer you'll enjoy spring, summer, and fall with its pink blooms and light blue blooms. And it's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $3.88. You're starting to see these bloom around town, and you can't miss them because they're electric orange blooms. It's the Mexican bird of paradise or pride of Barbados, and you'll find it on sale this week at Millburgers for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on crepe myrtles in the three-gallon container, $14.88, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, $16.04 Road. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week at Surf's Up. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Dave & Buster's, Brooks Academy, University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. Homestead Handcrafts, the most unique craft mall with the finest handcrafts, collectibles, and antiques in San Antonio with over 300 different vendors. You'll find an amazing variety of treasures that change weekly. Homestead Handcrafts can dress you and your home inside and out. It's the ultimate craft show open seven days a week. Homestead Handcrafts with two locations to serve you on Thousand Oaks at El Sendero and Blanco Road near Panther Springs Park, north of 1604. HomesteadHandcrafts.com. Are you an answer seeker? Join the club today. Find the link to join at the top of the page at 930amtheanswer.com. When you join, you'll also be part of the birthday club. Make sure to tell us your birthday so we can celebrate your special day with a free gift basket waiting for you at Southwest Exteriors and an oil change from Belden Automotive. Join the club today at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by Belden Automotive and Tires and Southwest Exteriors. My entire career revolves around the intersection of the words time and money. Hi, Robin Hoppus of Big State Financial here to show you how to get more of both. You can add 20% day one to your retirement income value that's guaranteed against market losses. Think about it. A guaranteed 20% boost to your retirement income value could help you retire on your terms. Call me right now, 210-373-6000, and find out more. Time is money. Don't wait. This 20% bonus can change at any time. Call me now for your free retirement readiness review at 210-373-6000. Call and learn if you qualify for that 20% bonus. Time and money. An hour of your time could be worth a 20% boost to your retirement income. Day one. 
Big State Financial, 210-373-6000, or visit us at BigStateFinancial.com. The Jay Sekulow Show. Why do we think it's okay that James Comey's clearing his testimony with the special counsel of what he can and will not discuss. Just do it in, in camera. Do it privately. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to go public. And he was so concerned about in, uh, President Trump's alleged interference with the FBI, a Russia investigation, that he didn't walk across the street to the Department of Justice to say, hey, I got, I've got, we got a legal issue here. No, he didn't do that. So he's a grandstander, show voter, and not an incredible witness. The Jay Sekulow Show, weeknights at 7, right after Larry Elder at 5, on 930 AM. The Answer. <laughs> Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, sitting on the porch watching uh, uh, a little bit of rain coming to an end here at Millburgers, uh, but it was nice to see it. Uh, give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Do these people have a question, you think? I think it's Marge. Oh, do you no, want to... it isn't. Oh, what's that? <laughs> oh, it isn't. Oh, hey, did you have a question? Oh, yeah, we're going to have a question. Okay, come on, come on up on the porch so we get you out the rain. All right. Wow, that's... A... Unusual for Milton to let somebody get on the porch. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Okay. All right. Well, I don't want them to get wet. They're, they had umbrellas, but still, it's like, you know, come on. You just start. Stand, so, stand right there under the drip line of the... It, there, yeah. That's a nice thing, by the way. I was thinking about that. Uh, with the uh, the rain barrels that I bought from Saws, even that light rain will, uh, because of where we've got it, it'll collect and go down to it. So, uh It'll uh, it won't probably won't fill up, but it'll be significant, which is really cool. And then my my nice little watermelon, Melanie is getting water. Melanie's growing like a, a house of fire, like a watermelon. Huh? I guess so. I didn't realize they were that. They're oh, they're vigorous. Yeah, that, that's a great word for it. Yeah, and now I got lots of yellow blooms. No, no little baby watermelons. Oh, just yet, okay. So. All right, you mind coming on the air? Okay, here you grab the mic. You'll be on the air, and these guys can help you. How can we help you today? We have um, a Satsuma orange tree that was one of Grandpa Frannick's original ones in our yard, and it's about 35, 40 feet tall. Wow. And it is a beauty. But this year we have begun to have a problem with, uh, with it. And yesterday my husband and I went out and looked, and we have literally had dead branches we have a white residue on the branches, and I have one, I have several pictures, but there's one here that's pretty effective. And so, if you want to look at it and decide what you think is the problem, Jerry is now. Yes, looking. that's scale. That's scale. You want me to pass and it down to Calvin? It's I can. it's, it's a heavy scale, and. Uh, that's the white or, or scale or mealybugs, things like that. Uh, and it, it's easily controlled with a, by an organic spray of a of a, what we call a summer oil. Okay. Horticultural uh, oil. Horticultural oil. I, I, what, what is it sold as? The horticultural oil? Uh, yeah. Hor- 
Yes, a lot, most of them are horticultural oil, but some are, some are called sun, summer oil, too. Sun oil? Yeah. Sun oil. Uh, sun oil. Yeah. Horticultural oil. Uh-huh. All right. And what that does is suffocate, suffocate the, the scale. They're in, they're it, in, it, insects. It's an it's a organic control. Yeah. They're insects that are inside of a calcium kind of uh, cover. So they're, that's why normal pesticides don't affect them, but that that oil will okay. block, block the air hole. And the uh, they come in 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 a, a product that I could hook up to the hose right, because this right. tree is huge. <laughs> I guess they have those hose-in sprayers. Or just get a hose-in sprayer and mix the. You know, you get the you get the products usually in what yeah pint or quart. Mm-hmm. And then you, usually they use backups, uh, backpack squares, but okay. we're talking about 10, you know, 10-foot peaches and stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we have one sprayer that we have that ha- will shoot like 25 feet. So okay, that's it. That'll work, that. do it. And then with a big tree like that, Jerry, I suppose they'll do spray once and then see how it is in a... And spray again in a couple of weeks or a month. Or okay. a month. Yeah, because right. it's going to take take a while to suffocate all them right. all. And it's hard to tell when they're when they're all done too. All right. We have a lot of oranges on the tree this year, which doesn't happen every year. But uh, several years ago, we had a thousand oranges on this tree. Wow. Yeah, it's it's an amazing tree. They're they're uh, alternate bearers. In other words, yes. Uh, yes. one year they'll have a lot. And that's right. Following year, they don't have right. as many. No, they're a, good. That's okay. that's probably an awari, O-W-A-R-I. All right. Yeah, that, that was the original uh, satsumas uh, that uh, the Fanics and all of them sold mm-hmm. from, from Allridge Nursery mm-hmm. out they, here in South Town. Yes. Are they going to have any worry about the, the foliage and the fruit with the summer oil? I, no. The, the instructions no. will talk okay. about temperatures. All right. Yeah, well, that's yeah. true too. But I, I don't, I don't okay. think you need to worry about it. And it'll, it'll just make the fruit shine. Oh, now, okay. now, are they, are they scattered? Are they that white? Is that scattered all through the tree, or is it just in it, sections? It, it's, it seems to be just in a couple of sections. Yeah. Uh, we, of course, we can't even. It's not a climbable tree. Right. Oh, okay. But. Uh, I could have climbed it 50 years ago. Oh, me too. (laughs) So could I. (laughs) I lived in the trees. (laughs) Uh, But uh, it seems to be not attacking the whole tree yet. Right. right. Boy, we have to get over to you you fellows and get an actual answer on it. Okay, glad you Thank you. Thank Thank you you very much. All right, you bet. May I have a second question? Sure. This This is an easy question. Um, when when I prune any of our trees, any kind of an oak, I always paint the cuts. You do good. But the other trees, generally, I don't. You now, don't have to. Okay, so with this Satsuma orange, for example. It, no. It, it's okay. No. All right. Well, see, I told you I'd have an easy That was there easy you with you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. We enjoy your program and enjoy your expertise. Well, thank you thank for coming you. by. Thanks for coming by and visiting with us. All right. Good luck. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Carlo back at the station says the rain sounds nice, so we'll oh, let okay. people enjoy it. 
Lou is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Lou. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, I read What's an new, article in the... I read the article of my, my blackberry bushes in the Express News last week, and it said when they're through blooming, cut those stems all the way to the ground, and I got a hard time doing that. Why's that? I cut them six... Six in, I cut them six inches from the ground, but, uh, I mean, when I cut them flush with the ground, it makes me think I'm going to kill them. No. No. Well, that six inches stem uh, is going to die anyway. Yeah. They, di- they die down to the to, to that the, root crown. Absolutely. So, oh, really? I'll t- I t- I tell you, what, what variety is it, do you know? Well, they're, they're, they don't have, I got one, one of them with thorns, and I wised up and bought the ones without the thorns, but... When you, I, we got a lot of rain last year and this year, and I got, I had blackberry pies and all kinds of stuff coming out of my ears. Oh, good, good. Now the, the problem but with I, even I'm not those... too sure. That one of them has thorns, and the other, the other three of them don't. But I, I've got a lot of travelers and stuff that I want to dig up and replant. Okay, yeah, suckers, yeah. But if you leave those anyway, six-inch stand. Stems, boy, they can get in the way of uh, working working the the uh, area that they're planted to. But it certainly won't kill them. Commercially, commercially, they go over them with a brush hog. Yeah, well, cut them just to cut them to the ground with a brush hog. It's quite often they even wait late in the season yeah. and they're cutting new growth and everything. But if you just got a few, uh, and you you can uh, go in there and selectively cut. The uh, the branches that had berries that had blooms and berries this year, yep. uh, because the 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 berries will come on those suckers. You're talking about transplanting, you know, the new growth that comes up from the ground. Yeah. That yeah. that's next that's next year's berries. Yeah. Can I ask you another question? Yeah. Sure. On, on, on my, I had a good crop of tomatoes, also containers and ground in, in the ground tomatoes, and uh, my plants are finished, and uh, I trimmed them down really well. Is it possible for those things to come up in the uh, fall tomatoes? Those ones? Yeah, you mean the the tomato the tomato plants that you had this spring? If you trim them, if you trim them back and cut them back. Will they come out and have more tomatoes? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. For the fall, the fall crop, yes. Yeah, uh, they will, but the tomatoes will be smaller, and uh, I'm, I'm assuming that you don't you don't have any uh, spider mites or any disease Fungus on the diseases. Fungus diseases. No, one of no, the reasons. No, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I'll just get new plants. You've answered it. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Jerry worked with the commercial industry for a lot of years, and they they just uh, you know year in and year out they were just better off in terms of fruit produced and dealing with diseases and spider mites just to start over every right. fall. And our, our I get new plants, but yeah, the tomato varieties that we recommend are are geared for uh, uh, two short seasons. Two short seasons. Rather than one long season. 
Well, I got a good crop of them, so I'm pleased. Okay. Thank you. Thank well, you, guys. What, what, what variety did you have? Wait, hang on. Well, I got them. I got those. Uh, I got the, the, was it the Rodeo brand that you had right, over there at Millburgers? Right. And, right. And I got, uh, oh, I got the cherry tomatoes that produced a bump. I'm still picking the cherry tomatoes off my plant, but... <laughs> But the, the other ones have maxed out and stuff like that. But uh, okay. I've got some jalapeno jalapenos growing. Those low low heat jalapenos. I'm anxious to try those. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad you day, had guys. good. Thank you. I'm glad you had good luck Bye-bye. with the rodeo tomorrow. Thanks, Lou. You take care. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, uh, speaking of tomatoes, I was looking at uh, Neil Sperry's uh, uh, newsletter, weekly newsletter, and uh, he, he made the case for fall tomatoes, and he talked about... Uh, Time to start getting your garden ready and, and and planting fall tomatoes. Now, you have to be a little bit uh, lenient with uh, Neil's recommendations because, like I said, he's not in the San Antonio market, and we're blessed in the San Antonio market with uh, uh, a test a tomato testing program that's been going on for a few years. And uh, and we we used to grow them in spring and fall, and uh, te- te- test the uh, heat setting ability of them in the fall. But uh, and we still do that periodically. But most of the tomato varieties, uh, the rodeo tomatoes that we recommend, are what we call heat setters. So they can be planted. They can be planted uh, like Trey said. Uh, in, in in a week or so, uh, and 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 they will, they may they may drop some of the first blooms, but you want them to, you want them to drop uh, some of the first blooms. You don't want them to set tomatoes immediately, because that slows down the plant growth. And you want to grow as much foliage as you possibly can. You also to grow foliage, of course, you need uh, high rates of uh, nitrogen. You want to use high rates of nitrogen. And uh, you, not, you organic people were fertilizing with organic uh, fertilizers, which are basically slow release. Uh, you want to double and triple the, the normal rate that you would put on, on your garden. Now, Jerry talks about grow a lot of foliage. He's not talking about a kind of long-term prospect it's grow quick and get it in there so right. that the fruit can be set but you need a minimum amount of the, the foliage the more you can get in there quickly uh the more potential you have for a big crop in the fall and to beat the freeze too you got those con those conflicting kind of pressures yeah and and uh the the further the uh varieties that uh, neil recommended are or some of some of the varieties we have here, but he makes a statement in there that large tomatoes are just not good in Texas. Hmm. That nail. We shouldn't like those red juice and tycoon <laughs> and uh, yeah. Not, uh, Even were, the HM. We, we were really surprised at that uh, HM eighteen twenty three this year for how how large the fruit yeah. uh, will be. Now the fruit and, uh, and of course uh, uh, tycoon. Yeah, the fruit. 
now in my garden is still being produced, but the the over average size is smaller. Oh yeah, yeah. That, so we're in that kind of we, run we, out of run yeah, into the, the last heat. pail that I picked. I described it as medium size rather than those big, yeah. big huge ones. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. Don't forget, you can go to millburgernursery.com to learn all about what's going on here at the nursery uh, and find out everything that uh, you need to know. That's millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. All right, again, our number 308-8867, 308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We have Evelyn on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Evelyn. Thanks for calling back today. What's going on? Oh, anyhow, I'm just playing with my tomato plant. I got the, the tasty, and it right, was doing well, day. and it was blooming, but the blooms kind of dry up and fall off. So what's the deal? Of- oh, did you have any other tomatoes? Yes, a garbage man took them away last week. Oh, okay, but I mean, uh, they set fruit okay, right? Yes, they did. Okay. Uh, t- we, we, we got Tasty Lee planted late. Uh, and the, the ones, let's see, you planted Tasty Lee and got some lots, got, yeah, got lots fruit. fruit now. No, this is. Uh, I, I've been surprised that. Uh, in other words, I've, I planted some Tasty Lee next to some of the earlier planted tomatoes. And uh, the Tasty Lee is just now beginning to set fruit, uh, or it, uh, it's just now beginning to ripen fruit. And uh, But the plant is holding up. Yeah. I mean, the plant looks healthier like it first planted. So I'm, I'm, I'm uh, pleased with the uh, foliage cover, but... Now I've had, I've eaten some tasty leaves. In fact, Calvin brought me some, and I got some from down south, and uh, and and I got some from our trials. Uh, we got tasty leaf from our trials out here at uh, Versta Farms. And uh, I, have you eaten tasty leaves? Yeah, I find it kind of bland. Yeah, I I didn't. It didn't excite me, and it wasn't any nice, red, red or nice-looking fruit. Um, yeah, uniform, medium-sized fruit. But it wasn't. You know, it's supposed to be red or yeah. have more uh, lycopene in it uh-huh. of the red color, and I didn't notice it to be that much redder. And uh, to me, it wasn't wasn't that much tastier. There's no spi- you haven't got any spider mites, have you, Evelyn? Oh yes, I have. I was so oh. disappointed. I was they were doing well and last week I thought it had a little 
yellow spots, and I looked in the leaves. Sure enough, they are getting started on that, too, so that, I guess that'll be the end of that. Yeah, yeah if you've got, uh, and these on, uh, the spider mites on Tasty Lee? Yes, that's the one that's got the spider mites now. Yeah. Uh-oh. 100 degrees in spider mites. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, expect them to do much anymore. Okay. Yeah. Well, right if the um, blooms uh, fall off, though. Well, uh, but the, the heat, uh, of course, they, I think it's it's a bit of a heat setter. But uh, if if the if the if it's not a heat setter and uh, uh, the plants under stress from spider mites, uh, it'll abort the flowers. Yeah, it's uh, just uh, trying to stay alive make them, and make them drop off. Yeah. On they were dropping off before the spider mites got started. Oh, okay. Well, uh, maybe it's not a not a heat set. Yours are in containers, right? Yes, this I planted this one in the container. Okay. So but that the uh, that, no, no, that's not the problem. Uh, it, it, especially if you're keeping it watered and and fertilized with uh, osmocote. I use and copious amounts of osmogote. Copious amounts of osmogote. That's my girl. <laughs> but uh, how, many, how many plants, Evelyn? Just a couple. I have just one plant. I tried. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's that's in a whiskey tough barrel to... in a full sun. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm sorry it's doing that, but that that's poor pollination or lack of pollination causing that problem, and the blooms are just aborting and falling off. It's not an insect or disease or anything like that. So, uh, but if it's got spider mites and uh, we get we're getting ready for the fall planting, I would I would uh, pull everything out, even if it hadn't had fruit that has spider mites, and get rid of it. Well, I did my, the garden part. I pulled all those out because they had spider mites, and I said I'm not going to feed those things anymore. Well, you you mean the the tomatoes or yeah, what? Yeah, the tomatoes in my garden. Now this is in, was in the whiskey barrels in a separate yeah. place. Well, you need to try some fall tomatoes. Okay. Uh, after and, uh, you, after you get the spider mites out. What varieties are going to be for the fall planting? Well, uh, did you t- did you try the rodeo tomato this year, eighteen twenty three? I sure did. Did it do well for you? Yes, it did. Did it taste good to you? Yes, it, it's a mild tomato. But yes. the, the spider mites got into those the fir- were the first ones that had the spider mites. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. You, you're just in spider mite central down yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. I know. I've, I've been fighting those things for... But, but you, you did get some fruit. You did get some production off of them before the spider mites took Oh, yeah, right? I did. I've, I got plenty of tomatoes. I've still got plenty of tomatoes, and I've supplied the neighbors with them. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it sounds, that'll be one of them that's available. Yeah. Trace is saying they'll be here at the nursery next beginning week. next week. Tycoons. Yeah. Okay, how do I keep the spider mites off of those now, the new ones that I plant? That, it's still going to be hot, and they're going to come right back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. And you 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 do the seaweed extract, too, don't yes, you? Yes, I did. I was spraying it, this plant here, I was spraying it at like every two or three days, and they still huh. got in there. Didn't, and, and didn't sl- well, we don't know. Maybe it slowed them down. They're just so, yeah. so many of them. Okay. 
I, w- I would go ahead and, and pull pull all that th- everything that's got spider mites out, and you get rid of the inoculum. In other words, the the uh, the base population, and uh, give it about uh, wait about at least two weeks, two to three weeks after you remove all those plants uh, before you pl- replant your. Uh, uh, your uh, fall crop, because uh-huh. that that uh, you, the ones that'll fall off. Of course, you get you totally get rid of the plants, and uh, the ones that fall off and are on the ground, they will have completed their life cycle uh, within two to three weeks. Am I making sense? The spider that? mites. Yeah, yeah, spider mites. That remnant that population. Anything that I can treat the soil with after? No, ma- no, ma'am. Oh, no, ma'am. Chucks. I think we'll just deal with their life cycle, which is uh, uh, fairly short uh-huh. for the adults. And they, should, they shouldn't be multiplying uh, once you get all that uh, green foliage out of there. And as many of the, you know, if you've got uh, weeds or thickets, uh, uh, close as, as much as much yeah. of that as you can take out or yeah, everything everything with weeds on it, everything with green foliage on it that has spider mites get it out of there well i have cucumbers and they're not bothering that and i have a pepper plant and a eggplant and they're not bothering that it's just the tomatoes that they attack always i'm surprised they're not on the cucumbers or the eggplant no, I'm yeah still picking cucumbers hmm Okay. All right. Well, look on the look on the bottom of the leaves of those, and see oh, yeah. if uh, see if uh, they got spider mites. I Thanks, do that Evelyn. every day or twice a day. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck, Evelyn. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask one more? You sure. Can. What is the butterfly pentas? Is that something new? I no. think I asked uh, Trace the same name. It's kind of a nickname. Um, there, it's just a penta, but it's kind of a nickname for this particular varieties. Yeah, which Trace explained. That's a, a selection. Oh, it's a selection. Okay. I have one that's dark red, solid red, and then I have one with the white middles. It's red with the white middles. Ooh, that oh, sounds yeah. interesting. That's pretty. Yeah. Did you overwinter it, or did you just get it this year? I overwintered it. There you go. All right, you. Uh, the, so it's nothing the new, then? No, it's nothing new. Uh, okay. In fact, the butterfly penta uh, uh, was my, was named the Texas Superstar. I imagine that's why Trace got it. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, it, so it's, it's, uh, it is a series name. That's what it is. It's a series name. It just hasn't been really emphasized right, like it had right, in the past. Right. Yeah. They've we've tried a whole bunch of new selections and and I, I kind of if these are the ones I kind of like the uh, in front of us because they're they're larger larger plants and and uh, seem to be covered more by blooms everything they're they're breeding now keeps yeah. getting smaller and right my favorite large zinnias are now little called medium you know and <laughs> so well. Well, good, good luck on those spider mites. Yeah. Thanks, okay, Evelyn. Send the brain this way, too. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. We'll start working on that. All right. Hey, uh, 
Thank you. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And Lloyd is on the line. Hey there, Lloyd. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? So, uh, hey, what's uh, I hear these uh, horror stories about telling milk. Is it as bad as they say it is to use? Uh, uh, selling. There's a lot of it, you know, in, on the market. That I've been told that it's probably got a lot of arsenic in the wood. Or, no. Vegetable gardening. Or, no. What is that? The what dyed is? mulches? You talking about yeah. solved mulch? No, no, the dyed mulches uh, with different oh, colors. the dyed mulch. Uh, yeah, there's the red and black and. No, I don't. I don't. They wouldn't be putting it on the market if it had arsenic. No. Okay. Well, who who said that it had ars- arsenic in it? Uh, yeah. I heard it. Some, I heard it on some radio show. I can't remember the name of it. Huh. I think it was arsenic. He said it was a wood preservative. Uh, just put in uh, in it and. and uh, uh, a guy in Houston said the same thing. He said, do not use it. It's bad for your plants. bad for you. Uh, but, you, you know, know, a lot of old and... Uh, now, in the old days, uh, some, of, some of the old preservatives did have a little bit of, of uh, arsenic in it, but not nowadays. But not anymore. Yeah. And certainly not a mulch. But... Uh, yeah, if, if you if you hear that claim, ask ask them to get get the information. I mean, get the the research or some some or find out where that statement is because so that it, all of us can um, check it out and then get, get a an accurate uh, reflection of what we're what we got out there on the market. Thanks, so, you know, the stuff you see sold around in the bags, you know, these. Uh, convenience stores, uh, there's probably, you don't know of any kind of toxic material that would... No, they wouldn't be selling it if it had toxic elements in it. Okay, thanks for calling in. Thank you, Lloyd. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Let's take a break while we've got an opportunity. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment. Again, the number, 308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to tell you about some great colorful options you have now at Millburgers that are on sale like butterfly pentas. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous pentas and they attract, that's right, butterflies, but they also attract hummingbirds too. And you'll save on them this week in the four-inch pot. Butterfly pentas are just $1.48. One of the plants we talk about most as an option because of its versatility is dwarf Mexican petunia. This bloomer you'll enjoy spring, summer, and fall with its pink blooms and light blue blooms. And it's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $3.88. You're starting to see these bloom around town, and you can't miss them because they're electric orange blooms. It's the Mexican bird of paradise or pride of Barbados, and you'll find it on sale this week at Millburgers for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on crepe myrtles in the three-gallon container, $14.88, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, $16.04 on 
Boverde Road. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week at Surf's Up. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Dave & Buster's, Brooks Academy, University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. Genie Bath Systems right here in Military City, USA, supports our military and backs it up. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Now's the time to be proud in the home of the brave. Genie Bath Systems delivers quality to your home with made-in-the-USA walk-in showers and tubs at 30% less than the competition and installed weeks faster than conventional remodeling. The Genie Bath Systems promise is treating all our listeners with respect, staying within your budget, and making sure you don't have to remodel or repair your bathroom for the rest of your life. Check out their incredible warranty at Genie Bath systems.com and all veterans and active duty military get a 20% discount call for a free quote and when you purchase a new genie bath systems walk-in shower you'll receive a free vanity plus bathroom flooring in the land of the free that's a $1,500 value if your bathtub isn't becoming to you you should be coming to genie bath systems call them at 210-739-1372 210-739-1372 or visit their beautiful showroom off of broadway on freedom drive genie Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We like to keep it cool in the summertime. Just any pool won't do. We go big time. Still, the big is so fantastic. Still, the one and only classic. Always the hot school is high. Always straight up. Always the hot school is high. The great straight up. Chilling in our swimming suits, cruising on an inner tube. Grab a wave and ride. It's time to get excited. Schlitterbahn Water Parks. Get discounted tickets at Schlitterbahn.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us. Calvin's talking to Mary, so uh, we'll uh, talk to Trace and find out. Uh, let's uh, do a reintroduction of uh, what's on, uh, what's uh, featured as the plant of the weekend and uh, some other stuff. All right, so King's Mantle is going to be the plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend. <laughs> uh, it's a tropical, um, very uh, airy foliage, kind of like a Duranta. The bloom is purple, and it's shaped like a pipe. Yeah, and it's pretty. Um, it's purple. So tropical, grow it in a pot. Uh, should reach somewhere around four feet. And uh, it, it's a, 
a healthy substitute for, say, a hibiscus. It doesn't look like it would take anywhere near as much water. Uh, very pretty. Yeah, it is very pretty. That purple is really, that's a royal purple. Yeah, it's kind of, like I said, it looks like those yellow shoe colors. Got the purple and the yellow inside and uh, the green foliage, so... Uh, Everything's LSU for them. Well, no, 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 from New Orleans. There's about there's about twenty of them. <laughs> All okay. right. So and that so if you want one of those, uh, and uh, maybe you looked it up online and you said, oh yeah, absolutely, uh, you can come by and get them today. Or if today you're tied up, call four nine seven three seven six zero. Four nine seven three seven six zero, and you can uh, they'll put some aside for you, as well as they'll put some aside of the Grandma's Yellow. Yep, we got a fresh batch of Grandma's Yellow Rose in, and that's uh, uh, it's been hard to come by this year. This is the f- second batch we've gotten. Yeah, and it's uh, one of the hardiest roses for low, lower maintenance. It's, it has a gorgeous yellow bloom, and. Uh, I Developed in San Antonio and found in Nacogdoches. There you go. And I believe it's on the Earth Kind list. So, oh, good. Uh, that's, what does that mean? Tell people what that uh, means. It's a series of roses that A&M came up with that required less maintenance. Less, less spraying. Less spraying for insects yeah. and fungus. Uh, most funguses are not life-threatening to it, even if you did let the fungus run its course. But you still always want a pretty plant, so spray when needed. Uh, then we got in some Malabar spinach. So for people that are just dying to get something out in their vegetable garden, this is a really cool one. It's a vine. Uh, even though spinach is in the name, it it uh, doesn't look like spinach. But it does taste like spinach, and it cooks like spinach. Got a real pretty red vein in it. I used to grow some in a hanging basket, and the, the color in the vein was just spectacular. And let's see. Those are only $1.29. Yeah. Then we're look. We've got the new basil in. Balsamic basil. Thank you, because I can't pronounce that. Uh, new basil is a 2017 Texas superstar. There's a very limited selection in the state, and I think I have them all. <laughs> all right. Um, so all these come on by Millburgers, 1604 on Bull Road, and uh, if we've piqued your interest and in get them, or uh, just call, even if you're coming in tomorrow or Tuesday, or even Wednesday, I suppose. But uh, call and uh, tell them you want some, and I'll put some aside for you at 497-3760, 497-3760. This basil can be used like like you use basil in cooking. And uh, the neat thing about it is uh, when it blooms, you know, basil blooms when you let it get bigger. It's got a spectacular bloom on it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's, it's very it's vivid. Big, vivid and spectacular. Huh. So uh, it's it's what we've always looked for. You know, this is the first Texas superstar herb, right? I think, I think so. so. And, uh, and the reason for that is because it's got a multi- multiple purpose uh Multiple purpose uh, faction in the fact that it can be used as an ornamental and can also be used as a as a as for cooking. What basil can be used for? I was trying to, I'm trying to figure out. Here, I keep hearing something and I can't figure out where it's coming from. That's me talking, Milton. No, mumbling. It's a very digital sound. It sounds like it's somebody listening to a video, but okay. Anyway. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, so, so that's a interesting uh, basil, and and uh, like I said, they almost didn't release it as a 
they almost didn't release it as a, uh, a Texas superstar because of the supply was limited. I don't know whether they lost the seed or, or what was. I wasn't in on that, but uh, but uh, Trey, we're lucky to Trace find some, and uh, they'll they'll never even even if you're not going to use the the basil for cooking. Uh, but uh, like I said, that flower in the fall, uh, the one I saw was blooming in uh, late October, November. So when Jerry has his next birthday, if he makes it to it, he will. We can give him a bouquet of basil. Basil, yeah, a basil balsamic plant. basil. He'll like that. Uh, finally, finally I've never, I've never seen herbs. him gush over a. Uh, herb like this before. Next well, thing you'll be you'll be getting another invitation to speak to the Herb Society. Uh, balsamic uh, basil. Uh, <laughs> our favorite basil. All right, three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We asked Trace about the uh, shade cloth and yeah. he said they, they don't have any less than thirty percent or something like that. So does it exist, that, Trace? Well ten percent shade cloth there there wouldn't be anything really to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, well it's uh, we were saying that it's pretty pretty subtle. We were, we were talking about maybe um, that it, not the insulate, but the thinner one for, uh, might accomplish the same thing. But then something came out. He was doing it for birds, so yeah, why not sure. use bird netting? Yeah. Now, bird you know, netting. They can still get to the outside. You might get a 10%. Right, right. Because that's pretty wide, o- yeah, wide yeah, open. Maybe 1% or 2%. Open. Yeah. And we asked about the tomatoes that are coming in next week. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, the ones, the good, the good varieties, eighteen twenty-three and uh, uh, nine sixty-eight. Tycoon, the cherries, and tycoon. Celebrity. I, I never ever liked that tycoon. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> you just trying to let people down easy, starting yeah, the process. Yeah. I'm of, bad. <laughs> this is just like when you leave a place, you bad mouth it. Because yeah, you so like, you won't miss it. Well, I'm gonna. No, nobody stay, liked it. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Steve Brown can't get it anymore. I'm going to say, well, Jerry just took it off the market. Wait a minute. He didn't like it, so he just pulled it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or we could, for several years, we can save Tycoon labels and put them in 1823. We might have to put together a uh, a gardening volunteers of South Texas, the Tycoon team, (laughs) like your lettuce team. That's what I was thinking. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah, Milton were volunteering me there for that yesterday. Uh, Save the seeds. Why don't somebody save the seeds? (laughs) (laughs) We played that game. What is, oh, what was the other program he was? Oh, he was talking about the Alamo program too. Oh yeah. What? Okay, I don't know. (laughs) That one I don't know. What? Yes, a little. That, but I did recommend, maybe we can recommend on the air that uh, people take one of the tycoons. Or how, many, how many tomatoes do you need to have a significant seed? Oh, there's a lot of seed in tycoon. Okay, so they could just take one or two and, and we've got the seed. We've got the way to do it on plantanswers.com on the, the yeah. uh, heirloom. The secret tomato tycoon. Store but conservation, but are those effort. seeds going to come out truly tycoon? Well, be it beats nothing. The original tycoon. So, oh yeah. It'll be it'll be 
be like surefire, and you get within, some. Within three to four years, you'll be able to see a difference. Variation, yeah. But for the first couple of years, you probably won't be able to see a difference. All time. right, so people can be happy for three years. <laughs> it's okay. It's, you know, like I said, it's better than nothing. Look at that. But uh, they'll have to grow their own tractor. That that's pink penta problem. out there, that's like a bouquet itself. Where is that? Uh, uh, her, her hand. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it sure yeah. is. Yeah, I like, uh, that, I like that color. <laughs> All right. And it's pre-watered. Yep. Yeah, Every, uh, everything that's outside is now pre-watered. Now, one, for you with. one thing we want to, I, I mentioned that the... Uh, Tomatoes that we're going to be selling over here at Millburgers are going to be in larger containers, not, not gallons, but uh, what we call four and a half inch. Uh, so, so they'll have a fairly large uh, root system. And I think that I think that's one of the keys that, to the success we've had on the fall tomatoes. Absolutely, because it just gives you. Yeah, you know, there's day when it's hundred degrees out there. You, you could water those things three times a day if they were in little yeah. little containers. With that four and a half inch, you you can get there one once a day. You're, you're going to have a really good chance of that plant prospering. So it makes a big difference. But the other key to it, and I want to encourage everybody to do this, whether you're in a container or whether you're in the, in a in in garden soil. A lot of people have uh, pulled up their plants and have ab- abandoned their gardens, so to speak, out of water or anything like that, and it's bone dry. The, the, in fact, I was working with a bunch down south, and uh, you pick up their, their garden mix. Uh, we're getting ready to plant in a couple of weeks, and you pick up that garden mix now, and it'll run through your fingers. I mean, the 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 mix, the soil will run through your fingers. It's powder keg dry. And so I told them, I said, okay, what do, what do farmers do before they plant in the spring? And they fall? pray for rain. They pray for <laughs> rain. And if they don't get it, they pre-irrigate. You remember saws? Everybody used to flip out because uh, the 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 aquifer started dropping before oh, yeah. before they planted uh-huh. the crop. Well the reason they were using they were using that aquifer water was to pre irrigate the soil. But we've got to do that uh, we've got to do that in our vegetable garden if you want to have a fall garden and if you want to get the plants established well, and part of the recommendation for soil preparation you know, not everybody can put compost down, but but everybody can put some slow-release lawn fertilizer. Absolutely. And that really, that really, with the moisture, that makes a big difference. That nitrogen gets distributed and it's ready for action. And the phosphorus. That yeah. And another thing is, uh, a lot of people have turned uh, to drip irrigation uh, to, for their vegetable gardens. And uh, I will tell you now that drip irrigation is a supplemental water. In other words, it's, it, it supplements your soil moisture. So you, you've got to start with a moist soil. Yeah, a lot of people say, well, I'll just use drip irrigation and run it for a long period of time. You'll never get adequate soil moisture trying to uh, water up, so to speak, your garden with drip irrigation? Well, one thing that I've found effective, I've, I've, I've had pro- problems exactly what you 
you're talking about you can't go from spring rains, have a month of dry weather, and then like on a peach tree or something, think that you're going to be able, your your three little dripper drip emitters are going to be able to handle that. Thing. You got to start that drip irrigation right, early too. Right, right. But you want that that root system has to develop to, to make use of that. Uh, and you're trying to maintain area. the soil a water profile. That's all that does, all yeah. drip irrigation does. And that overall, that that's of course it's effective. I mean, if you don't do it, it's not effective. You may as yeah. well. You're wasting water if it's not effective, but if you've got that combination, it's a pretty efficient way to use water. Oh, yeah. And if you're using drip irrigation system and you pre-watered with a little sprinkler or something like that, and, and uh, you know, this these little rains that we're having now, we're, we're talking about pre-watering with an inch, inch and a half of water uh, on your vegetable garden. To literally wet that soil and then uh, let it dry out for uh, three or four days, the same way with containers, and then plant directly into that soil after you put on your fertilizer. Now, we recommend the uh, slow-release fertilizer, 19.59, the lawn fertilizers, uh, at the rate of about uh, three to five pounds per hundred square feet. Well, let's see. We did the we did the hummingbird and butterfly garden yesterday. We had 625 square feet, and we used a whole 40 pound bag. Uh oh. So is that is that's that copious amounts, Milton? So is that is that about <laughs> the, uh, say that was say five pounds per thousand? Oh, that was a lot more than yeah. Directly, yeah. Most people do use more than than that. But the neat thing about it is when you're using the slow-release fertilizer, only 50% of it is available uh, when you put it down. And this and this was with three inches of compost. Right. That, so that organic material in there right. makes your fertilizer more efficient. Right. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. I love this kind of this range. Yeah, nice, and it feels yeah. good, too, yeah, doesn't it? Does. it does. It's cool. Hey, I want to remind you uh, about Wild Birds Unlimited right there on Hebner and Northwest Military, as well as right there on 1604 and Braun Road, as well as right there on 3009, just about a mile east of uh, 35 on 3009. If you are looking for a place to help you uh, enjoy and bring more and create a natural uh, habitat in your backyard, the habitat exists. This just makes it better and makes it so that you can enjoy it, uh, whether you you want squirrel what? Bring the birds in for observation or the... Yeah. Squirrels. Like Bill was talking about hummingbirds uh, are in town, and uh, you were talking about the martins uh, that are uh, young that are getting ready to leave, and it becomes part of your life. I was telling a story the other day about a neighbor that had purple martin houses and how much they enjoyed them, and you got them started to talk about them, and they absolutely... Uh, it, they could tell you everything about them. They had just gone out there and sat in the, the yard and enjoyed them there in the front yard. So Wild Birds Unlimited can give you uh, that kind of uh, special gift, too. Plus, they'll help you to uh, solve problems if you got them and uh, just uh, 
just help you with the process. You go in there one time, you'll see other folks just like you that are in there that have been there for years. And uh, Denise, Bill, Kim, they know them. Uh, they all give reports. They talk about their successes. They uh, help with uh, any uh, problems they have. So check them out. Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner. Wild Birds Unlimited at 1604 and Braun. Wild Birds Unlimited right there on 3009, just about a mile east of uh, 35. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Now our number is 308-8867. 308-8867. More of Millburgers is coming up. Rich, you hang on. You'll be next right after this on KLUP. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm going to tell you about some great colorful options you have now at Millburgers that are on sale like butterfly pentas. Now, these are absolutely gorgeous pentas and they attract, that's right, butterflies, but they also attract hummingbirds too. And you'll save on them this week in the four-inch pot. Butterfly pentas are just $1.48. One of the plants we talk about most as an option because of its versatility is dwarf Mexican petunia. This bloomer you'll enjoy spring, summer, and fall with its pink blooms and light blue blooms. And it's on sale in the one-gallon container for just $3.88. You're starting to see these bloom around town, and you can't miss them because they're electric orange blooms. It's the Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados, and you'll find it on sale this week at Millburgers for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on crepe myrtles in the three-gallon container, $14.88, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, $16.04 on Boulevardy Road. This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. When it comes to stock market corrections, take this advice. Don't get fooled again. People have lost thousands of their retirement savings again. Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial can show you how to move your money into a safe investment with zero risk and a guaranteed return. Tune into the Big State Financial Radio Show Saturdays, 2 p.m. and Mondays, 8 p.m. Or call Robin today, 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or go online to BigStateFinancial.com. Make healthy by nature your ticket to feeling great. Hi, I'm Marty Whitaker, certified clinical nutritionist and host of the show. I interview renowned experts who share simple changes in diet and lifestyle that can give us more energy, a better memory, and a happier mood. For details, visit HealthyByNatureShow.com. Our show is brought to you here by Rhonda's Nature's Way with two San Antonio locations. We can be heard each Saturday afternoon at 4 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Joe Walsh says the Democrats need to take a joke. And I love all people, rich or poor. But in those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? (laughs) I just love that. Who would you want to be Commerce Secretary? Some rich dude or some homeless poor dude? No, I mean it. But the left so despises Trump, they don't even recognize something humorous. The Joe Walsh Show. Weeknights at 10 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, where we're enjoying a nice rain here. Thanks to the Sinisa that predicted this. We want to reach out to them. Gary, Gary Sinisa. That was a nice of Gary to, uh, to predict this rain and all the other Sinisa in town. Uh, Rich is on the line at 308-8867. So, Rich, thanks for waiting through the break. How can we help you today? Yeah, Gary or Calvin, uh, well, maybe Milton, too. What's the best uh, fertilizer that I can use for my uh, fig trees, pomegranate trees, olive trees, just trees in general? Well, I sure like the uh, slow-release lawn fertilizer, 1959. It's inexpensive for the nitrogen you get. No, it's uh, it's a local... Well, like Millburgers, it has their own, uh, it says Millburgers on it. I think Fanage, uh, uh, most of the local nurseries use, use a 19.59, and uh, it, ha- it may have various uh, labels on it, usually the, the local label of the nursery. And it's half of it is fast-release nitrogen, and then half of it is released over three months. Uh, so it's a pretty efficient way to use it. I mean, it, the old days when we used to have burn, burn lawns and more likely to burn plants, this this is much like less likely to do it. It works really well on trees. Yeah, the important thing, the, the important, the important thing that, that you look for on the bag is it says for fifty uh, percent is in a slow release formulation. Now, okay. if you if you're using uh, uh, organic fertilizer, you know it's it's a larger percent of that is in uh, I, I imagine ninety percent of that is in a slow okay, release I, formulation. I've, I've only been doing organic on my property. Uh, yeah. uh, that's not okay. synthetic at all. Organic, organic even works fine over the long run, but you know, and most of the things like. The, the, the versatility of this fertilizer. So if we're talking about our hybrid tomatoes, or we're talking about a tree that needs a fruit tree that needs a fast start, here we're getting a the, the rush of nitrogen we need at the beginning. Plus we get the a, kind of a long-term transition too. So plus the the cost of the nitrogen is so much cheaper. Yeah, the, orga- the organic materials are good for. All of the trees I'm talking about are established. They're they're okay. older trees. Well, I use that's what I use on my trees, but uh, that's that's okay. one of the that's the that's, that's the Milbrook, option Milbrook we recommend. Brand, right? Hmm. Do what? Millbrook Burger Brand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or like, like I said, most nurseries in town have uh, the nineteen five nine. And that 1959 stands for 19% nitrogen, 5% phosphorus, and uh, 9% potassium. Yeah. That's where the 19, those are percentages. Yeah, because two and, of them, three of them are fruit trees, you know. Yeah, and 50, 50% of that is in slow-release form. Okay. Thanks, fellas. Okay, thanks, thanks for calling in. Good luck. So I'm trying to figure this out. So if you bought, uh, take care, Rich. Number 308-8867, 308-8867. If you bought uh, something, a bag of organic fertilizer, um, it's going to say like 411 or 412? Yeah, Okay. Right. 
So does that mean to get close to the 19, he would have to put yes. five, so five times? Wow, okay. But, you know, if, if that's important to you, at least you know how to do it. Right. Okay. Well, you can't, you know, some folks that want to use organic, which is fine, they will put five times as much. And, and then they have to look on it as kind of a long-term project. And on trees, it's, it's more reasonable, or on shrubs and things. But, you know, when we're talking about our four-month tomatoes, yeah, it's a little harder to, to get that kind of performance you want with those kind of fertilizers. But, you know, we're, not, we're also not in the business of raising maximum production of tomatoes. Is, yeah. So, you, 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 you know, if you use a lot of organic, you could get by. So could you, since 50% is released immediately, could you get by using, let's say, half of 19 is a little less than 10. So something, use enough to do the 10, 19.5, 2, uh, 19.5, 9, 5. And then out of how many months would you use it again? Well, because you're only getting half, so if 19.59, this is this is great radio. People love math. I'm getting ready to slap you, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> well, you get the you get the fast blast for okay. the for the initial, and then you get. So you that, know, a lot it, of our crops are only like three months. After. So is the fast blast 19 percent, or is the fast blast because 50 percent is released? Right. It's 10 percent. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. And uh, none of the uh, organic material fertilizers, organic uh, organic fertilizers, are uh, fast release. Oh, they're, they're all they all have to decompose. Oh wow! Okay, to, to re- release nutrients. But but you see that you could, you kept your soil absolutely really enriched if you had access to rotted manure and and, and everything and. At the, the quantities you need, and over the years, you keep a pretty fair. Although, even uh, I don't, you know, well, I guess commercial commercial folks have got fields and fields of it, and it's, uh, there's just not enough organic fertilizer out there to, to keep a field at maximum production. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to understand the percentages. You started it. You're the one that, <laughs> you're the one that told him. All right. So 308-8867, 308-8867. We're, of course, over here at Mill Burgers where we're getting a great rain. This is terrific. We oh, had yeah. uh, Mary, uh, one, oh, of the, yeah. one of the staff people here came up, and she questioned our uh, diagnosis of on the Satsuma of scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a, uh, we didn't see the the picture, uh, but the homeowner had it available, and uh, uh, she she showed it. It was a, a leaf hopper. And the reason she was familiar with it, she'd been dealing with the problem herself. Oh, okay. So my reaction was, well, should have sprayed with seven. She gave another option. She 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 says that that bear systemic product is uh, labeled for fruits. There's one for fruits and nuts. The problem I saw with it is it's a, it takes a while. Yeah, is it effective too? Yeah, and then you got a, a big tree like that. That's what I said. I, I just haven't had great luck with it. I don't know if I'm just not patient or, or what, but uh, the dormant oil would uh, may or may not reduce that population, but uh, 
you know, there was so just anybody that that may have that out there too. That potentially it's it's a leaf leaf hopper that has a kind of a frilly, fuzzy, fuzzy yeah. look to it that looks a lot like, uh, oh, what's that scale-like insect you've had in the greenhouse Anyhow, scale-like. Uh, insects, mealybug, mealybug, mealybug. Now they're tough. All, all three of these we've talked about are tough, but it is even harder if you don't, if you don't make, if you don't get the right diagnosis. So um, it was good that uh, Mary was looking, looking through the materials more, and uh, so that they're going to try a couple of tre- different kinds of treatments, see if they can deal with it. Well, I hope it is that instead of scale. Oh, yeah, much easier. Bugs. Yeah, so I can't imagine leafhoppers being uh, that, killing, that kill, much. killing branches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's a, another issue. You could, but you could have both. Yeah, could have both. Could have both. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What you got going on over there? Uh, I was looking at Calvin's digging now. Oh, I want to mention Calvin's article, uh, yesterday's paper, because he does a, a really good job with. Uh, oh yeah, he does a really good job with uh, the talking about controlling Bermuda grass in the uh, in the garden areas and and around uh, desirable plants. Uh, the the uh, he recommends the. Uh, the products such as over-the-top, grass be gone, hmm. fusillade, bandage, and post can be sprayed in the flower garden and tree circles and shrub borders to kill Bermuda grass without hurting the hurting anything else. It only kill it only kills grasses. And uh, at, at this time of the year, when we're getting ready for fall gardens. Chances are, especially if you've been fertilizing and watering well, the Bermuda, the, the Bermuda it, smelled it. I mean, yeah, I mean, the <laughs> chances are you've got uh, stubborn Bermuda grass in your flower beds, or or uh, it, it's a real thin grass, real thin and kind of wiry grass. If you don't know what Bermuda grass looks like, and uh, the the bottom line is, is you can't pull it out. You can pull it out, but then it breaks it off beneath the ground and it multiplies. So I've seen you, people you need pull, to, it, you need pull it and make a pile. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, the pile, the pile is, growing. is rooted. Yeah, it's growing out of <laughs> the pieces is growing. But uh, those products that, that he mentioned in yesterday's paper, Section C, uh, are the are the ones for the Bermuda grass, and we we also talked about. Uh, Getting uh, mulberries and hackberries and china berries and things like that, uh, I, and using a, uh, a product on them called uh, Stump and Vine Killer, after you, immediately after you cut them off, to put put that on the tip of your cut, and uh, it'll uptake it, and you won't have to cut it off at once. And I've just finished using some of that in Tennessee, uh, but. Three weeks, two or three weeks ago, 
uh, in our flower bed there around around the house. And the neat thing about it, it it's uptaken by that particular plant goes to the body, to the root system and kills the whole plant so it won't re-sprout. And you can do it. Uh, the these things were coming up; they were what four or five feet tall in a flower bed, and uh, I mean a thick hedge of uh, of uh, hollies and and things like that. And you you don't have to, you don't have to cut it off at the ground. Anywhere you want to cut it off and paint that wound, it'll translocate down and and kill the plant. I've done that with uh, pecans. Seeds, I, w- I wish you wouldn't say that because uh, J- Judy finds it. My wife finds it easier to cut them off a little higher. And of course, the there first, you go. First, first thing I do is run into them with the lawnmower. Oh, and wow. I you know I see. That's Judy, why you cut them low. Judy, Judy you're not doing okay, okay? <laughs> hey, we got Bert on the line at 308-8867. Hey there, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. Just, you know, as you get older, the arthritis feels the rain coming in, but that's not that's, that's <laughs> Wait a minute. That's better, that's better than Sinisa. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, we could have Bert. Uh, we could have a Bert me... as a backup. <laughs> <laughs> well, it lets me know I'm alive. <laughs> But I got a question. I know it's been hot and stuff like that. I went on a little vacation, and I know these uh, patio tomatoes I got. I talked to you all last year about them. They're real good, and they were producers. All the plants I got, they're about mid-thigh high, but they're not uh, flowering. And they were all volunteers. So uh, okay. Are they, are they you, mean, you mean they haven't produced yet, or they stopped flowering? No, they haven't. I, I haven't seen a flower on them at all. I'm out here looking at them right now. They're in container? They're in yeah, container. they're in a container. And I feed them. I use the organic uh, Job uh, spike, vegetable spikes for all my vegetable and herb plants. And, the, and I okay. use the house plant. You know, so uh, I take care of them. I water them good and stuff. I just wondering, I know y'all said tomatoes don't like the high heat about July to August. Yeah. You don't know what the right it is, do you? It just called. It was just called patio. That's all I'm looking at. It's a container, and I'm I'm looking at. Uh, I didn't even remove the. Uh, it's from okay. buying plants. It's just called patio. The container tomato. Tomato. And and they're the re the reseeded from last year. Okay. Yes. Are they are they little compact bushes? Uh yeah, they don't get like I said. They're about mid mid. Yeah. That's what it did last year. Mid high. Okay. They don't get any bigger. The the spindly ones I'm looking at. The volunteers of the spindly I'm cutting out today, this afternoon, and then I'll just have four plants, four nice pencil size of better, you know, uh, okay. thick plants. That about, like I said, they'll probably hit about, you know, medium to top of the thigh high like they did last year. But I was wondering mm-hmm. if I should put them inside and under a grow light when the uh, when the heat gets no. Here. Well, what I would do is uh, give them uh, morning sun, afternoon shade, if you can. Okay. And uh, that that is not a heavy producing tomato variety anyway. Uh, right. They they like it because it's freestanding. In other words, it's compact and attractive. got a lot of foliage. Attractive. Plant. Attractive. But uh, what I would do if I were you is wait till fall. In other words, don't don't pull them up or anything. 
and keep keep using the water soluble fertilizer on them of a weekly and uh and it's like has to grow or something like that and uh just keep them through through the fall and i think they'll they're blooming all right but this is not setting tomatoes no no blooms at all okay yeah that's, I that's, that's a, Oh, that's sounds a, like it's I, time for y'all to go. Yeah, it's time yeah. for us to go. Will but you anyway, call us on Saturday? Saturday. All right, I'll talk to y'all when, later. I, th- I think when the weather cools, it'll it'll come back around. It'll start producing some ice. All right. All right, thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Bert. You take care. Yeah, call us on Saturday because uh, I wanted to ask you about your indoor compost thing, too. All right, 308-8867, but don't call us until Saturday. <laughs> Sorry about that. You just that. can't quit I, I know. that number. It just have it. So, listen, we'll say goodbye for today, but uh, we'll be back here next week uh, with more of Millburgers Gardening from South Texas. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Carlo doing a great job getting you on the air. Thanks to you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.